in this episode. I'm gonna talk about how you can perform at your best even when you're under loads of pressure running an e-commerce brand. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. Whether you're running a dropshipping store or an e-commerce brand, there's loads of different things that happen throughout a day. A lot of different things that take your attention, that demand your time, that demand your energy. But a lot of the time when you're first getting started, there is a lot of pressure, especially if you're just launching a brand. You may have sunk a lot of money into inventory costs up front. You may have spent a lot of money on branding and packaging and getting everything right on product development and making it all happen. And so when it comes time to launch, when it comes time to nail the marketing and advertising side of the brand launch, or it comes time to scale up a brand and there's a lot of financial pressure to do that, then you've really got your back against the wall and you have to make it work. As the founder, as the brand owner, you've got to get it done. And when everyone else would sit to the side and say, this is too difficult, you're the person that has to stand up and get it done and make sure that it's successful. And so there's a few key principles that I've picked up having been involved in the advertising space, running an advertising agency for the past year in its current form, and having been involved with building e-commerce brands and chatting with a lot of high-level e-commerce entrepreneurs who have faced a lot of similar issues. So when the pressure's on, these are some things you can do to maximize your output and maximize your productivity. Now let's jump straight into these. Number one is knowing your numbers. Now, when you think about it, all the pressure on you as an e-commerce entrepreneur, and I know there's pressure for other business models and other founders and other people, but I really want to focus here on building e-commerce brands and the core people behind that. When you know your numbers, first of all, you're a lot less stressed and anxious about the ambiguity behind it because there is no gray area. There's no fog. You're not moving, moving, moving forward and charging ahead when you don't actually know what the numbers are for your business. But if you know those, then you can move ahead with confidence because you either know that things are great or you know that things are not very good. And so it's better to have that level of clarity than to charge through the days and the weeks and the months, not actually knowing what position your brand is in beyond the daily sales. Because there are loads of other metrics that are going to tell you the health of your brand. And if you ignore those, if you push the numbers under the carpet and say, look, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm just going to focus on going full steam ahead. Unless you have a team to support you in doing that and you have people that are going to look at the numbers and they're going to make sure that you're on track as a team and as a brand. If you don't have that and you're a solo operator, it's very early stage and you're just getting started, then you need to make sure that you know those numbers. And I'm speaking from experience here because especially over the past couple of months or even looking back last year when I was trying to launch other stores, I would invest a lot of money into things and then not have a very crystal clear picture of what the financial side looked like. Knowing what those numbers look like, I would just say, look, I'm sure it's okay. I'm gonna back myself and I'm gonna go for it. And so I would put a lot of confidence in backing myself to get the job done. But when you don't know those numbers, it's always lingering in the back of your mind. You're always unsure about how things are really going underneath the surface. So the number one way to maximize your productivity and really make sure that you're getting incredible work done and growing your brand is to know the numbers. It's gonna reduce a lot of stress, a lot of unwanted negative energy. So if you can figure that out, know your numbers, or if you've got someone in your team who can nail that and then you can just check in and get those updates, it's gonna make it so much easier. 
Now moving on to number two, being clear on your objective. What is your North Star? What are you aiming for as a brand? What is your goal? If it's a new product launch, what is the targets for that? You're trying to hit a certain number of sales in the first 24 hours, 48 hours. You're trying to hit a certain number of sales in the first month. Whatever your key metric is and whatever your North Star is as a brand, your end goal or a shorter term goal, what is that? What is that objective? What are you aiming and optimizing towards? And if you don't know what that objective is, the pressure is gonna crumble you. So you really need to understand exactly what you're aiming towards, what that goal is, what that target is, even if it's a certain number that you're looking to hit. Be extremely clear on your one objective, not three, focus on one, stay laser focused on that. Now moving on to the next one, build systems to stay on track. If you're trying to push and push and push and you're just going at it alone, it's gonna reach a point where all your systems or all your structures are gonna hit entropy. It's gonna reach a point where you can't do everything at once and you can't do everything for the brand to keep it running. All of your internal and personal systems are gonna break down. But if you build strong systems with other people to support you, even if it's freelancers or virtual assistants or people to help grow your brand in the early stages, or if you're at the point where you have enough revenue to bring on full-time team members, then is it the right thing to do? And having the systems there so you can appropriately delegate work so the pressure doesn't consume you and you widen the load and you disperse it across the team so then it's easily manageable and everyone can nail their individual components. So it's a huge part. Build systems to stay on track. Otherwise, the pressure of having to do everything yourself is gonna be very, very difficult to withstand. Now moving on to the next one, focus on your main IPAs, income producing activities. So during the day, it's all well and good at the start of the day to have these big targets to say, look, I'm absolutely gonna crush this day. You know, I'm gonna go after it. I'm gonna get all these things done. But then things happen. You know, something happens, a supplier has an issue or a customer, there's a customer complaint or maybe you just got a negative review on your Facebook page or your ad account just got disabled. All of these things come up and then you have to address those. You think, okay, I've got to jump into those. I've got to get those sorted. But then you end up using up a lot of mental energy and maybe not getting back to the core tasks that you need to focus on for that day. Those are your income producing activities. They're the main needle moving activities for your business. And if you don't focus on those, and prioritize those each day, then chances are your business is gonna stay pretty constant because you're just dealing with fires. You're being reactive. You're not being proactive and doing tasks that are gonna move your brand forward. So whenever you can, focus on your main IPAs. Put systems in place, as we said before, to widen the load and spread and delegate tasks to team members and freelancers and virtual assistants. So then you can focus on what matters most and what suits your skill set the best. Now moving on to the next one. I think this one's a really key one for me and I think about this very, very often is envisioning the worst case scenario. So when you're under pressure, it feels like the whole world is collapsing around you. It feels like there's no hope, it feels like you're not gonna be able to get out of this hole. It feels like you're not gonna be able to get to your next goal or next target. But what I do when you're in times like this, when you're thinking that, oh, how am I gonna get out of this? Like, how am I gonna make this work? In these times, I like to think of the worst case scenario. And if you're a pure bred e-commerce entrepreneur, if you're someone that loves building brands and stores and you'll do this forever, then you're probably gonna think about this situation and think, well, look, if this store doesn't work, run out of cash, might get look, evicted. And then from there, I'm gonna, you know, go have to live with a friend or go live at home, or I'm gonna have to, you know, do something, or I'm gonna have to sell everything I own. Uh, all these things, we're gonna have to get a job for a while, all that kind of stuff. But then when you think about it, 
what are you going to do as soon as you can again? You're going to get stuck straight into it again. You're going to go back. You're going to launch that next store. You're going to go at it again. Because if it's really in your blood and you're going after it and doing this is what you want to do, then if you envision the worst case scenario, you know that you're just going to have another crack at it if everything doesn't work out. You know that you're going to get stuck straight back into it if everything that could go wrong does go wrong. You know you're going to keep going at it. And so by envisioning the worst case scenario, you sort of put that out of your mind. You realize that all of the stress, all of the worry really isn't worth it most of the time. That it's distracting you from what you need to focus on right now. It's taking away a lot of your energy, which you could be using to get out of the hole or build your business stronger or grow it faster. And so by envisioning the worst case scenario, you're gonna realize most of the time that it's something that you can overcome and it's not as daunting as it seems. And the last thing that you can do to perform under pressure is adopt a relentless mentality. You've got to realize that you're in control of this, that you have full accountability. You've got to take accountability for where your brand is right now and where you want it to be. You have to go after it. You have to realize that it's up to you. You know, if you want to get it to that point, if you want to get it to that goal or that target and you're a solo operator, you're very early stage, no one else is going to do it for you. You have to really get after it and be relentless with it. So if you say you're going to do tasks every single day, get them done. If you say that you're going to create new creative or optimize your campaigns or find new products to sell, be relentless with it. Go after it with sort of this real killer mentality because if you don't, then competitors are going to come along. They're going to gobble up the market share. Other people are going to come along. They're going to blow you out the water. And so you really have to adopt this mentality where you say, look, this is the target. I'm going to go after it with everything I had. I'm going to run into this with full steam and just go at it. So that's one way to perform under pressure is when you feel like the pressure is holding you down, you just charge headfirst into it. You go straight into the deep end and just go for it. You back yourself and you get it done. So I know this was a bit of a different episode, but I think a lot of these topics are super, super important because most of the game of building a profitable e-commerce brand or launching a store successfully has nothing to do with the tactics, has nothing to do with the business model, has nothing to do with your ad creative, your ad strategy, your product research, all of that kind of stuff. It has a lot more to do with you. And what are your daily habits? What are you focusing on each day? What is the mentality that you're bringing to brand building? What is your approach? And so if you don't have that down packed and you don't back yourself in this and you don't have a rock solid mindset and you know that you can go and build brands and go and do it the right way. And if it doesn't work the first time, you're gonna go after it second, third, fourth, 10th, 20th time until you get it right, then the pressure is going to crumble you. You're going to give up. You're going to throw in the towel and you're not going to do it again. So hope you've enjoyed this episode. A few of these topics are a bit more close to heart. Some of the things that I'm thinking more on a day-to-day -day level, more practical rather than sort of e-commerce strategies and interviews. So hope you've enjoyed this one. You've got some value out of it and I'll see you in the next episode.